Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. In this episode, we're going to look at happiness and how it relates to having bad things happen. I do think for many of us, when we think, oh, I reached the point where I'm going to be happy and I have really great tools in place, so now everything's going to go smoothly. And when I'm really happy, everything's just great. I don't have any more problems and I'm just happy all the time. And it isn't that we can't be happy. It's just that when we're happy, still hard things happen. What's changed is now we have really good tools in place. So when those hard things happen, instead of lasting for a day, a week, a month, a year, or a lifetime, they last really for only a few minutes and we get back to living. So let's explore how we can be happy even with troubles. Well, the first thing we have to do is acknowledge that things are still going to happen that we really wish wouldn't happen. We're going on a trip and our flight gets canceled. We go to the doctor and he or she tells us that we have an illness that could be pretty dangerous. We are in love with someone and they fall out of love with us or we fall out of love with them. We can be sued. We can sue others. We can go through so many tragedies in life, the rather infinite and countless. But the real difference here is that now, instead of what we typically do, and what we typically do is we spend a lot of energy thinking about, perseverating on, worrying about these tragedies when they hit, that we deal with them and mostly we just live our lives. Again, they're going to come. They may come in droves sometimes, or they may come um, one at a time and not very often. Whatever happens, though, it isn't a reflection of who we are and that we're doing something right or wrong. It's really just part of life. I mean, yes, there is karma. There are consequences to our choices, of course. But we can make all the greatest choices on the planet and still have problems. I mean, no matter how good of choices we make, we can't control airlines when they cancel or weather or even health. We may have some genetic predispositions towards unhealth. Even if we exercise and eat really well, we can still get sick. Think of relationships. We can be the best partner in the world, but we can't guarantee that the other person is going to reciprocate. They may have their own issues that come out after we've been with them for a while. So we can't control everything in life. But what we can do is deal really well with them. And when they come, let's do that. But how do we do that, Dr. Puff? How do we do well when tragedy hits? The first thing we do is we stop blaming ourselves. Yes, a mistake has happened, and it isn't going to do us any good to be self-critical. We can say, hmm, what can I learn from this? But that's it. If we're self-critical, there's such a tendency to repeat it. So again, when mistakes happen, they happen. And it may have been something we did in the past that caused it to happen. But where did that cause come from? It came from our previous conditioning, plus our genetics, but mostly our conditioning. And we didn't choose our background, but now what we can do is change our conditioning. And part of changing our conditioning is, number one, acknowledging that it comes from our conditioning. And then number two, let's change our conditioning by surrounding ourselves with new conditioning. That's what this podcast is all about helping us to change our conditioning, to not being self-critical, but to learn from our mistakes and grow. No matter how many times we mess up, we just keep going forward, 
realizing the reason we did this in the past and we're doing it now is because of our conditioning. If we change the conditioning, we will change our behavior. Thus, what gets eliminated is self-criticism. Learning is great, but self-criticism keeps us stuck. So that's number one. We have to be kind towards ourselves when we make mistakes. We really have a tendency to be cruel and mean towards others and ourselves. I'm always amazed now that social media is out there, how vicious people can be towards other people that make mistakes. I mean, we all can make mistakes, and I think it's better with others and ourselves to be kind. We can make really horrendous mistakes sometimes, and we still need to use kindness and say, okay, I may need to spend 20 years in prison now because of what I did, but I'm going to use this opportunity to grow and change and become a better person. I actually know people who are in prison right now that have become really amazing people because they've learned from their mistakes and they are using that time in prison to grow. I mean, truly, most of us aren't going to end up in prison for the mistakes we make because of our conditioning. That's very unlikely. So if people in prison can overcome these hurdles of self-criticism and then instead just learn from their mistakes and grow, we can too. But it is critically important that if we're going to blame anyone, let's blame the conditioning. And if we want to change, let's change the conditioning. Just by listening to this podcast, we are changing that conditioning. And there's a lot of earlier episodes that we can listen to over and over again until we learn how important it is not to be self-critical, to use the phrase, what can I learn from this, and then move forward. That's the key. Not being self-critical, learning, but not being self-critical, instead learning and going forward. So we have something bad happens. What do we do? Well, first we pause and say, okay, right now, is there anything I need to do right now to deal with this problem? Do I need to talk to someone? Do I need to call someone? Do I maybe need to call my lawyer? I mean, do I need to do something right now to rectify this situation? And if the answer is no, then we say, okay, well, then what can I do right now? What's before me that I can give my attention to? It may be spending time with our spouse. It may be listening to beautiful music in the car. It may be going for a walk. It may be reading a book. It may be especially getting out in nature and enjoying the beautiful creation that we live in. These are the things that we do to live. And we do them well when we're present. When we're in our thoughts, thinking about our worries, thinking about our problems, we then aren't living. We're worrying. And then we just continue to spend our life worrying. And I'll tell you, after doing therapy with people for 25 years, most people spend most of their time in their heads thinking about things and very little time just living. So if we learn to say again, is there anything I can do about this right now? And the answer is no. Then we just live. Now what will happen is at first, we will go back to our worrying state. We will think about it, think about it ad infinitum. We will just be going after it over and over and over again. And it will be exhausting. So we're going to need some help at first. And again, what I really recommend is using gentleness with our changing behaviors. If we've been doing something for 20, 30, 40 years, that habit is not going to change overnight. We can learn this new habit 
but it's going to take time. That's where kindness is so essential in this. We have to be kind with ourselves when we keep going back to our worry state, our fear states. We just need to say, okay, I'm going there again. What's happening right now? What can I do instead? And kindness is really going to help us to stay on track. Because when we're kind, it's a lot easier to keep working towards something. It's a lot easier to stay motivated. Now, the other thing that can help is to really steep ourselves in this idea of kindness. I mean, I don't know what each of our conditionings were, but some of us come from pretty harsh conditionings where when we made a mistake, we were ridiculed and attacked, and we spent a lot of time being shamed by others and ourselves. So this may take some time to learn. And so if we surround ourselves with people that buy into this philosophy and apply this to their lives, because they know it works, it makes so much sense, it's going to be a lot easier. One major thing that we can do is when we have something that works for us, whether it's a book, whether it's being around a certain person, whether it's listening to these podcasts and they work for us, when we get in that darker spot, re-listen to these things over and over and over again. I have done that throughout my life. That's really one of the tricks I use. Maybe I'm a soul learner. I don't know. But what I found is when I find myself getting stuck again, I immediately go to my sources that are very helpful and I reread them. I re-listen to them until I'm back on track. That's really one of the reasons I created this podcast, because with podcasts, we can listen to them over and over and over again. We can be laying in bed in our worry wart mode and just start listening to these podcasts or whatever works for us to get our mind back on the present, to get our mind off our negative conditioning and back to living in the present moment conditioning. That's the way we want to live. But the main message of this podcast is we really do need to disabuse ourselves of the fact that if we reach a point in life that everything's going to go great, we're not going to have any more tragedies. That isn't how life works. The difference is we handle them so much better. That's what's going to be different. It isn't that everything's going to go great. It's the way we handle it that's going to change. I mean, if we think about the two probably most enlightened, most influential people in history, Jesus and Buddha, I mean, they both had lots of problems throughout their life. I mean, if we're from the West, we know about Jesus and what happened to him, where people betrayed him, they were always upset at him, they were yelling at him, and in the end, they crucified him. I mean, that was not a happy existence. There were a lot of bad things happened, but he still lived a beautiful life. And if you don't know about Buddha, I mean, he lived into his 80s after his enlightenment in his 30s, and then he still had lots of health problems along the way. He got older, he got sicker, and he had people that didn't like him and that were against him, and people got angry at him. Everything doesn't go smoothly just because we reach a certain point in our life. That isn't how it works. What changes is we don't need things to go a certain way anymore. We flow with life instead of saying life needs to go this way. When we say that, we are going to suffer. Now what we do is we flow with life. We deal with things when we need to, but mostly we just flow with life and we flow well. We can truly have beautiful lives, any of us can, but we do need to realize that throughout our lives there are going to be things that happen. It's not telling us anything bad about ourselves. It may be telling us things we can change, perhaps, 
but it may just be things that happen. And if we flow with these things, and if we deal with them when we need to, but mostly we just flow with them, life can be a beautiful adventure all the way to the end, no matter what we face. So to recap, no matter where we get in life, no matter how enlightened we feel, things are still going to happen that are challenging for us. The difference is we aren't attached to a certain outcome and when we need to deal with things, we just deal with them. But mostly we're just living and also we're not self-critical of ourselves for having problems. Conditioning can be very strong and we may live our lives with certain types of conditioning that get softer, but it's still there. Well, the difference is now when we make mistakes, we deal with them and mostly we just live and we're gentle towards ourselves and we're gentle towards others when, when they make mistakes too. So we truly can have beautiful lives, even with the bumps that come along the way. Just let us learn to live well right now. When we do that, even with the bumps, our lives are going to be absolutely beautiful. Thank you for joining me on the Happiness Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about the world of happiness, please go to www.happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. If you are finding these podcasts helpful, social media has become a very powerful tool to help people determine what they want to learn from or not learn from, what they want to listen to or not listen to. So if you go to happinesspodcast.org, you're going to see on the upper left a little G plus and a little Yelp sign. One's in red and one's in, I believe, blue. You can click on them and share your experience with others. It may help them decide whether they want to listen to this podcast too. So until next time, accept what is, love what is.